Welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and as always, I am joined by Johnny. Johnny, how are you doing? I'm very good, mate. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to defend this film that I love so dearly. <laughs> And that you have given the game away a little bit and said you feel, what was it? You weren't able to quite... Quantify my quantify. thoughts on the movie. <laughs> Not generally a good sign, is it? We've come out the gates hot here. The movie we watched upon your recommendation, this is one of your favourites, was Dog Soldiers from 2002. A movie I don't think I... I think someone else had brought it up for the pod in the past and I kind of dismissed it. It's like, no, I've not heard of that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but you said that this is one of your favourites and it's a cult classic and I looked into it a bit and people do love this movie. I didn't hate it, so I don't want anyone to think I hated it now, but I, I think I've got some bones to pick with you. But isn't that what this is for? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it is, Evan, yes. <laughs> Yes, dog soldiers. Well, let's then uh, get started, as we always do, with the plot synopsis. During a routine nighttime training mission in the Scottish Highlands, a small squad of British soldiers expected to rendezvous with a special ops unit instead find a bloody massacre with a sole survivor. The savage attackers of the special ops team return, and the men are rescued by Megan, a zoologist who identifies what hunts them as werewolves. Without transport or communications, the group is forced to retreat to a farmhouse to wait for the full moon to disappear at dawn. Spooky. Yes. So, I think, from all the plot synopsis we've ever gotten for this, that is the best. That does a really good job of summing up the plot. Unfortunately, that is all of the plot. The whole movie has just been described to you. <laughs> There's some intricate details and some good one-liners that it didn't bring up, Evan, all right? <laughs> Any thoughts going into it? Do you want to stop now? I don't no. want to ruin this film for you. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Okay, then. Well, the movie opens in the Scottish Highlands, like we just read, where a couple are camping for the evening. They're huddled around a lit fire, and the female camper gives the, the male camper a solid silver pen. Oh, that's topical for the movie, isn't it? Uh, I wonder if it's werewolves, everyone. <laughs> Before they... Uh, <laughs> they get, <laughs> the passionate lovemaking can commence. Uh, the zip on the tent begins to open, and a big old hairy arm comes in, pulls out the female. She gets torn in half. It's a very good opening to a movie. And obviously she's dead, and we are to assume that the man is also dead, who we might see at the end in the basement. Potentially. But, uh, yeah, he, he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Evan, it's a uh, letter opener. It was a letter opener. I thought yes. you said pen. No. What a shit gift. <laughs> said every knight needs his sword is what she said. And I thought it was oh, a lovely gift. Right. Uh, because I thought it was a pen because she said that. And then she said, now you can get on with your writing. So I was like, oh, I suppose the, the sword of a writer is the pen. It, there's a mm. quote about that. Uh, <laughs> but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, the the pen um, is mightier yeah. than the sword. Okay, never mind. That's not about that. Not That's in this about something completely different. Okay, it was a letter opener. Yeah. What? I don't what? know. It was, it was early 2000s. People sent letters. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a bit in this where the, the they're about to get all sexy in the tent and uh, yeah. he's unzipping her trousers and then he stops and it carries on unzipping and it's the zip of the tent being unzipped. I quite liked that. I thought that was quite cool. Oh, I missed that. See, I was afraid this would happen because, and, and I don't, I talked about this too much last time, I'm going to do it now. You're so frantic keeping notes, and I was watching this with other people, so I couldn't pause it as much. Yeah. So I was worried I'd miss little <laughs> intricacies like that. That's cool. But I, I don't want to come out the gate against this movie. There's a lot I want to talk about that's also really positive, Johnny. So. Good, good. Put her on. <laughs> then we cut to North Wales, where there's this military exercise going on. It's sort of a, a trial or a test for our protagonist, Coop. Uh, and he's running through like the trees. He's evading other people in the company. And he gets to the end and he, he passes with flying colours. And then the officer in charge of this, whose name is Ryan, I believe... 
Not laughing at that name, just so that this is an antagonist of sorts, and his name is Ryan, which isn't very scary. No, that's not a scary name. It doesn't. It doesn't accurately describe this man's aura, does it? What kind of guy this is, though? But this opening scene does because he immediately asks Coop to shoot a dog in the head, and to give us an insight to the kind of guy Coop is, he doesn't want to. So nice guy, Ryan shoots the dog in the head bad guy nice to have those two divided here yeah. and now <laughs> i think he's trained as a medic as well coop so uh it's a bit a <laughs> bit, bit rich for him to shoot something living in the head they take is it a hippocratic <laughs> oath i know it's not quite a human but it's it's there <laughs> <laughs> come on man you're a medic not a vet shoot this dog <laughs> look at it it's way too cute nothing should be this cute shoot it in the head oh well, he doesn't, and Ryan is like, well, if you can't just shoot a dog in the head, you're not strong enough to join my company. I need people who will do anything, regardless of what the order is. End. It's four weeks later, we're in the Scottish Highlands again, but this time Coop is there with his current army unit, which is formed up of a few lads. I'm sure we'll get to their names. I didn't note them all here, but they'll become apparent throughout. So yeah, the helicopter lands, other troops pile out into the surrounding forests, and they start to take positions and aim their guns around. It looks like they're on exercise, mm. and we soon learn that they're actually on this exercise with the special ops unit that Coop had just tried to get into. To them, it seems like just run-of-the-mill stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of them is like annoyed they're missing a football game, so this is nothing dangerous going on no. yet. They don't think anything serious is happening, but they've all got their rifles, but they're only filled with blanks. There's an interesting bit in this. He says, get a position. I want to be on the move in three minutes. And from that command, exactly three minutes later in the film, they start moving. It's a nice little touch. That is a nice little Mm. touch. I'm winning you round. I'm winning you round. That did. That did some work (laughs) in winning me round. That is good. Well, there's a scene coming up now, which... One meal with like pretty much straight away. The sergeant, what is his name? Sergeant Wells. Wells, yes. He's the only one I recognised in this. He was in elementary. He played Lestrade in that. Yes. Captain Ryan as well, the special ops guy, was in Game of Thrones. Oh, of course, yes, he was the Onion yeah. Knight in that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Silly Evan. <laughs> yes, so the sergeant is telling them all about his friend that he'd lost whilst they were out on the border of Afghanistan. Yeah. And he'd like gotten blown up by an anti-tank mine. But the story he sells is so compelling. It's about how he got a devil tattooed on his bum cheek because the devil's more likely to save your skin than God. Yeah. And when he'd blown up, every part of him was eviscerated apart from the flap of bum cheek that had the devil tattooed on it. It was just a really compelling story. It, it was. And the way he, to be fair, throughout this, the others, I mean, the Coop as well, he does pretty well, but... He especially is a he's a really good actor, this dude. Yeah. On a story that could quite easily be very silly, he still delivers quite a good performance. Goes to show he's he's actually good actor, that man, that professional actor who's yeah. made a career in it. Yeah, that one. And I had been sort of doubting you up until this point because you uh, messaged me before I started watching the movie and you were like, this movie's so great, the script is so good. Uh, I'd been watching, I was like, what's he on about? He can't have been that far into the movie <laughs> when he sent that. And then this happened, I was like, ah, oh, right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> he also has a line earlier on where one of the lads has forgotten his watch and he gives him his watch and he goes, well, what about you, Sarge? And he goes, well, I'll count, won't I? <laughs> 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 well, as they're resting around this campfire and sort of recouping from their journey so far, we get our first jump scare, which is just this massacred cow carcass a highland cow which we'd just seen by the way very cute one of the best types of cows falls into the fire everybody shits themselves and they start like firing off blanks and everything but for now we don't really see where this corpse comes from and and they certainly don't know what's done it but it looks like an animal or natural causes we also see here as they're sort of all palling about captain ryan the special forces bloke He's spying on them with some night vision goggles from afar. And just as he's like happy that they're moving along the course he wants them to, he just gets fucked up by a big, a werewolf. He gets fucked up by a werewolf. I don't know, I'm burying the lead every time. We all know it's werewolves. (laughs) There's a, when he's telling the story around the campfire about uh, the hikers that went missing and they're all like, ooh, that's a nod to an American werewolf in London. There's basically, throughout this, the writers try to nod at as many sort of werewolf films and stuff like that as he can. 
and he's saying how it's an escaped lunatic, where he uses the exact same phrase to describe Jack and David's attacker in American Werewolf in London. There we go. But it's literally littered with it. And in an interview, he's like, yeah, I I think I got a bit carried away with all like the (laughs) the stuff, but not many people seem to notice, so it's fine. But it's only on like IMDb that, that people like apparently picked it up. Well, the boys pick up uh, and they start making their way through the forest again. And they come across like what appears to be more meat and stuff on the ground, just sort of making things more foreboding. But uh, just as they sort of check in all that stuff out, a flare goes off in the distance. And when they get to the flare site, they find more viscera again. This is the third set of meat they find. Uh, But most of this is the special forces guys uh, and all their like equipment is still there as well so clearly something fucked has happened and then ryan who who's the only one we saw get attacked like pops up yeah. <laughs> from behind one of the boxes somehow he's still alive <laughs> and one of the boys they tried to contact base but they've got no signal out here of course they don't resist the scottish highlands and it's pre-covid so nobody's been injected with a 5g <laughs> chip yet yeah. and the captain Keep saying there was only supposed to be one, there was only supposed to be one, so clearly they've been sent here to, like, capture one of the werewolves or kill it, we don't know yet. And the the army boys, they also find, like, weird equipment, like nets and tranquilizers and stuff. From their perspective, that's weird, because they're supposed to be on exercise against the special forces guys, so you do wonder, what were they going to do to me? (laughs) Nets! There's another line in here where I really like where they're they're swapping all their their guns over for like live ammunition and they picked up some like MP5s and stuff and and the, uh, Sarge says so if Little Red Riding Hood should show up with a bazooka and a bad attitude I expect you to chin the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are some great lines in this. Yeah, like you were just saying, they 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 switch all to live ammo. Obviously, something's up now. There's something out there. So they pick up the real guns, which for some reason the special ops unit brought, which should also be a a trigger to them. But no, they they don't worry. They check away their their blanks and they start to take position around the trees. Immediately, we start to hear howls. I think it's still kind of daytime at this point. Yeah, one of the guys is saying we've got half an hour until the sun goes down. Uh, yes, yeah, so they start hearing howls everywhere. They sort of spread out uh, and try to, you know, try and take on this enemy. Bruce, who's one of our army guys, hmm. uh, don't worry, you won't have to remember him for long. His gun <laughs> gets jammed and he immediately tries to take a run for it. Unfortunately, and this is my favourite thing in this movie, he's not looking where he's running and he pelts full force into the world's sharpest tree branch and impales himself. And then when he's like looking down, trying to figure out what he's going to do, a werewolf kills him. Yeah, he's proper fucked at that point, isn't he? Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I thought it would just be like, oh, this is our first glory shot yeah, of the yeah. werewolf. And he went into a fucking tree branch. God, imagine that, though. Like, the, the, He was proper sprinting, and he's, you oh, thought he's that fast. he'd been like yeah. stabbed or something by this werewolf, and he looks down, and the shot like pans out, and it's like a fucking three-inch tree branch just through his chest. <laughs> And he's like, oh, God, fuck. <laughs> oh, brutal. His name as well is a, is a nod to something else, another film, but I can't I can't remember what it is. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Well, Sarge finds Bruce, obviously, f- fucked. But then also, the, the werewolf is still there, so Sarge takes a pretty big hit. Yeah. Like, it's kind of shocking watching this because so many people go down so quickly. And yeah. you're like, how is this movie one hour 45? They're dropping like flies. They're getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. But they do manage to get Sarge away even though his guts are literally hanging out. They're dragging <laughs> along the floor as they run away together. Uh, Coop tries to shove his guts back in, which made me feel sick. Me too. Because <laughs> he was like, they're not going to fit. And Coop's like, they will! They used to! It's that bit where he screams, like, oh, fucking hell, Coop, my guts are hanging out. And he's like, just put them back in. He says, they're not going to fucking fit! <laughs> It's so gross. It is gross. It like made me feel actually quite sick because it's just all like a load of sausages. Yeah, they, they look like guts. He's just been disemboweled. It's grim. Somehow they managed to get enough in for him to run and the, werewolf, the werewolves begin to chase them through mm. the forest. They're running down the hill. They sort of tumble into a road 
and just as they do, a vehicle stops just before hitting them. They all get in. It's a woman. Her name is Megan. She's in the rest of the movie. <laughs> the woman, Megan, is very blasé about everything that's happening. Like, not Warning worried that sign. these are... <laughs> yes, <laughs> this should be red flag number one. You know, these are army men running from something. One of them has guts hanging out. And also, she lives around here. She knows there are werewolves. <laughs> yeah. But none of that phases out. They just pootle on back to not even her house. No. And one thing that annoyed me here was one of the... the the army men, the troops, says we were attacked by howling things. Come on, bro. You know they're werewolves. Just say werewolves. Why are you burying the lead? We have seen three werewolves already. You could just call yeah, them that. They're upright, wolf-headed men. <laughs> One of them actually says, what are they, wolves? And she's like, well, you're half right. <laughs> Even later on, where they've actively had them in the house and seen them, like, walking what would be on their hind legs. <laughs> and he's like, I still don't believe these are werewolves. Like, why? Why? <laughs> why not? <laughs> All the evidence points to it being a werewolf. <laughs> but there's a bit in this car where there's one on the roof, isn't there? And he's got his oh, hand yes. in through the roof and he stabs it through the wrist and he's, the werewolf can't get his arm out and it has to, like, rip it out and it rips the knife through his arm it's grim it's a very yeah. visceral movie this yeah there's lots of like tearing and very bloody as you would expect from a film yeah, like this yeah. but yeah it's cool well they managed to reach a house it's not megan's house it just belongs to some random Wink. family who live out here <laughs> with all the werewolves I-, I wonder where they are they begin to search around in the darkness coop finds a dog in the cupboard it plays no major role in the movie until the end so we'll get mm-hmm. back to that then <laughs> They steal the Megan's dinner. I call her the woman because I didn't learn her name until like an hour in. They steal Megan's dinner. They put some seasoning on Sarge's wound. And then they decide they've got to make a plan. The plan is Fort William is four hours away. They'll take the car and drive there. Mm. They go outside to secure the car. But obviously there's werewolves everywhere. We're now nighttime. So full moon, werewolves, dark. And in the darkness, as they're shooting, they accidentally blow up the car. Megan, again, is not really worried about the werewolves. She's annoyed that they've blown up her car. Fair enough. (laughs) What happened, Evan, is that the werewolves fucked all the engine up on the car so that they couldn't leave. Oh, I thought they shot it and exploded. There was an explosion. They did. They They went out to it, but they fucked all the engine up, and then they shot the side of the car to get the fuel out and then threw a magnesium flare on it to blow it up. Okay. Yeah, you gotta, you got to watch, Evan, you got to watch. That is a little bit cooler. Yeah. But honestly, this when the werewolves are interfering with things, that's what annoys me about this movie. Because later on, they turn off a generator, and I don't know why. Your werewolves just kill them all. Yes, <laughs> because they can just see in the in dark. Just go in the house and kill them. Yeah. I don't think that's that much of an issue in this. They are eight foot tall, hulking <laughs> creatures of the night, a line you have used to describe yes. werewolves yeah. before. Windows don't stop them. Guns, as we learn very soon, have no effect. Just very little. kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait until we get to that part. But it's, yeah, we'll get while this whole bit's going on, the dog, Sam, is, yeah, just about to which, by the way, the dog's real name it was Villaricky Asia. <laughs> <laughs> and the director said it was very lovely, but kind of the worst trained movie dog he'd ever encountered. <laughs> <laughs> but that aside, the dog is like pulling on the sergeant's bandages the whole time and like trying to unravel it, which originally it was going to be actually on his guts. But the, I thought the, it was his yeah, guts. Yeah, but the director said it was a bit too much test audiences didn't even like they pulling on the bandages so they had to change it but yeah at this point as well the special forces guy who's with them who's able to run now at this point wink wink rather than just being a cowering mess um, he's about to shoot this other dog this motherfucker just loves shooting dogs but not big humanoid dogs he doesn't want to shoot at the werewolves he just wants to shoot at defenseless ones normal sized yeah, dogs yeah. yeah are you joking i'm not going to shoot that dog <laughs> That's far too big. <laughs> well, bullets have very little effect. He knows that the bullets will have a large effect yeah. on that dog. <laughs> he has prize in that area. <laughs> Megan is very annoyed now, again, about the wrong thing, that the army isn't here 
like for the werewolves. They tell her that they were just out on a routine exercise. Ryan is suspiciously quiet at this point and they don't really exchange much until later. This is one of the only bits about this film that I actually don't... It doesn't really make sense because she's, she's helping them like in shooting the werewolves and she yeah. wants... Well, apparently wants the, the military to come in and dispatch these werewolves or help her in some way. But Should we save this to when it's revealed? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I would okay. also like to discuss this. All right, let's do and that. We might then. waste it now. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out of, well, not nowhere, but okay, we'll get there. Mm. Well, Coops and Megan now try to patch up Sarge. He is in a bad way, but uh, they do like this. It's like a back alley operation. They're super gluing him up. They're holding the guts inside him. He asks like, to be knock out, knocked out and <laughs> Coops punches him twice in the face. It's quite funny. I don't know if this was meant to have comical elements because it's not listed in the tags. No. I feel like there, there are, are jokes in there this. There really are. This bit, I had to replay it because it made me laugh so much. He's Interestingly, during this bit, he um actually was drunk. He actually drank like half oh, a bottle of whiskey before he did it. it. So the first one was, first punch was like a stage punch. And then the second one, he actually hit him in the nose and broke his nose. <laughs> it did look real. I just yeah, thought it was yeah. really good. Okay. He said he was all right, but because he was drunk, he didn't really feel it. But, <laughs> yeah. I've been telling this fact about the super glue as well, because he's like, I need a bottle of whiskey and some super glue, because all his fucking stomach's hanging out. Yeah. And he's saying, "What? do you know why super glue works best on your fingers because it was developed in the Vietnam War to patch up uh, battle-like injuries. And I still don't know if that's true or not, but this, again, is a nod to a reference in the Dresden Files um, where a female character is disemboweled and then they use super glue and talk about how it was used in, in the war. And then she says she saw it in a movie about werewolves. Oh, there we go. Then. Yes. The whole plot of this film is just aspects of other films it's, it's quite clever well they finished patching up sarge oh and this is the point in the movie by the way where people are happy to call them werewolves uh, we're probably about half an hour in but i'm glad that we're finally getting to it but megan reveals here that she's a zoologist she's been here for two years the pretense for her being here was that she just wanted to be in nature and then these werewolves being here sort of kept her here because she wanted to study them maybe i, d I don't know Coop introduces her to the rest of the team and they also now try to interrogate Ryan. They have tied up, I think, because he's been a bit sus. Yeah, I think so. He keeps just saying these snarky little fucking comments every time. He's like, well, you yeah. won't last long. <laughs> like Almost quite camply in the corner yes, with his yeah. legs crossed. Oh, he's like, hamming this up for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well then, boys, you think you're going to survive, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is where, yes, okay, so this is where the suspicion builds. Coop is suspicious that Ryan has healed so quickly. And they even now, I think, lift up his top to see where his gash was. And it's mm. completely healed. So, obviously, this guy is a werewolf. This is now where, as they're like, they think they're safe and everything, the werewolves turn off the generator. <laughs> and although I do find the, the context of that confusing, it does lead to a good line from Ryan who says... They can see in the dark, and you're afraid of it. Very cool line. Yeah. Very strange need from a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. I t I'm obviously going to be biased and say that the werewolves can see in the dark, so they want to swing it in their favour, so they'll cut the power. I, I get the, the idea behind it. It's just... That would make sense if they weren't technically immune to all harm. <laughs> they could just walk in the room and kill them all. I, I think the bullets still hurt them, though, but it doesn't kill them. I think that's what they're saying, because they're holding them off with their ammunition, but they're not actually killing them. Okay, okay, you've won <laughs> this one. <laughs> I will win No, I don't one. have that much of a problem with it. It is cool as well. You want us to be in the dark. If all the lights are on, you can see all like the costumes and everything too. So I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't have that much of an issue with it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was thinking then, like, why hadn't they just come in the windows already? Why are they, like, hunting and stalking them? I know that's a bit kind of what pack animals would do but i like to think that they were like vampires where they have to be invited uh, in but for them you have to go come on boy who's <laughs> a good boy bring a stick 
<laughs> well, yeah, they start to break in because the lights have been turned off and the lads just start fucking firing everywhere. Everything is now full of lead. As they're fighting downstairs, a werewolf... Note this now, because it will be important for contrast later. A werewolf jumps up to the second or third floor where Sarge is, breaks in through the window. Luckily, Coop and <laughs> woman's name, who I've forgotten, Megan, yeah. manage to get up there and they fucking... <laughs> They blow the fuck out of this werewolf. It's like Django Unchained, this. I did quite like it, the way he flies in the opposite direction to where they were shooting him. In this exchange as well, um, downstairs, one of the lads, I think it's Joe with the shotgun, he's firing and firing, and then the, the hand comes in and reaches in, grabs the shotgun... And he dives out the way, but then you see a shotgun blast come back in through the window. Which makes me think they're they're not like these gnarled like beasts in that they can still kind of think, but they've got this bloodlust. See, that lends then more sort of reason why that they would turn off the generators. If they're thinking like humans, but have like this instinct to hunt, yeah. I can see then why they would do it. I can forgive the generator thing a little bit. <laughs> they're also, when they're trying to get into the into the house, they're trying the door handles. I mean, as it transpires later on, spoiler alert, it's their house. But <laughs> you wouldn't want to kick your own fucking door in, would you? Yeah, true. <laughs> Not to have to fix it. Another cool feature of this first like firefight exchange, which I liked, is that they've got like pans of boiling water on the stove so that when they're trying to get in through the windows they're throwing this boiling water in the wolves faces and stuff like that it's just yeah i thought that was quite a cool touch and it's not just fucking shooting out the windows the whole time and they've they've got these other things on the go as well yeah they're like throwing plates and cutlery and yeah. shit as well anything <laughs> yeah. they can yeah because yeah. yeah. the bullets aren't doing much so you really, might as well check like, everything adds to like the whole desperation of it as well i thought that was quite yeah. good because they feel like they're constantly on the edge of being overrun. And it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Well, they managed for the moment to hold them back. And Harry, who's one of the, the army lads, he's like, dogs? More like pussies. But he says this with his back to the window. So you know immediately this is goodbye, Harry. Yeah. And he is ripped through the window. <laughs> he turns back to face everyone in the room. Dogs? More like pussies. <laughs> one of the worst sign-off lines. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Sounded so cool in his head. Yeah, yes. But he's like this sort of like nervous, jittery character who's like, he was sick earlier and he's like looking in to like say this joker that he just gets fucking ripped out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And again, this is where more flags are being raised about Megan. She stands in the window, like assumedly watching Harry be pulled away by a werewolf. Yeah. And she has zero reaction. I thought at this point, because I wasn't like onto her yet, that she was just like a really bad actress. Turns out there is a reason for it. (laughs) There's people in the room with you. They can see what you're doing, Megan. Can you be a little bit less sus? Yeah, try try and not look like a werewolf right now. (laughs) (laughs) Stop staring at the fucking moon. Stop panting. (laughs) Oh. Scratching her ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Licking her bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, the men take this this respite here to start boarding up the house. And one of them is like desperately like, surely someone in the area has heard gunfire. We've been shooting off fucking loads. But Megan says, this is the only house. Well, no, my house, other than this house, is the only ha- house within 15 miles of here. And then she says, do you know how lucky you were to have run into me? And then Captain Ryan says, I thought you ran into us. Now, that exchange had like this feeling that it was supposed to be really important. Like Mm. she'd just been caught out and they know each other. But I argue (laughs) those two sentences mean the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that as well. It's like, you're still meeting someone out of the blue. It's the same from either position. Yeah. But I suppose it was supposed to imply that she was out there looking for them yeah. as opposed to it being an accident. I think But that so. was not clear from the delivery. But if she's out there looking for them, wouldn't she just be in her werewolf form hunting with the rest of the pack? What what does she have to gain to being in, being in the Land Rover? Well, again, I think this is part of her plan that we're confused with. Yeah. Because she has an objective, which is sort of not to be a werewolf. Yeah. But... 
she gives up on that very quickly. I think so. They say their only hope is to wait it out until daylight now, which is in in six hours, I think they say. But they're totaling up their ammunition and stuff. They're like, we've got 90 rounds for the MP5s. We've got fucking whatever. And it's yeah. like, it's it's just not going to be enough. We've got enough to maybe hold them off for another attack and that's it. But she is still trying to convince them about them being werewolves and this stuff. And she's saying, well, if they're real, what else is real? Like if this line between reality and myth is like being blurred now in in front of their eyes what else is real so i thought that was quite a cool concept that they bring that up within a film like this to say like maybe vampires are real and other shit like that and after looking into it they said the director was planning on making this a trilogy but he couldn't get funding for the second film so and now it's it's too late i think he's lost the rights to it now so he can't even do it but there was a real big push sort of like 10 years ago to get a second one made but i would have liked to have seen a trilogy of this and what other i bet the second one would have been fucking awful but as a standalone film <laughs> it's quite good but if you're trying to Is bring in werewolves you go, fuck off evan i'm <laughs> <laughs> joking <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have liked to see more of it. Just, just that I quite like the idea of them questioning, like saying, "If well, if this is real, what else is real?" And they rarely, in supernatural stuff, they don't really say, they don't bring that up often. In that, no, they keep it quite. They isolated. keep it isolated on the subject that's there. I thought that was quite a nice touch. And I'm glad that it did lean into the supernatural element of it, rather than just being like some mutated beast or like yeah. science experiment or something. Here, it's revealed that Megan actually knows Ryan. So the Mm. plot is proper kicking off. She says that she was seconded to the special ops team on their first visit when they came here to, like, do some recon or something. Which feels like it should be quite a big sort of revelation to everyone, but that's dropped almost immediately because they start counting up their ammo, they're loading their guns, they're figuring out what they can do, and they realise, like you said, they have to stay and snuff it or run and snuff it. Yeah. There is a, a scene here I really liked where they're talking with Ryan... Coop says to him as they figure out this plan, you stay, sit, like really nailing <laughs> yeah, in yeah. that this guy is a fucking werewolf. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> and Megan realises now, however confusingly it is for her own objectives, that there is a Land Rover in the barn that belongs to the family who lives here, but mm. she doesn't know where the keys are. So someone who knows how to hotwire cars needs to go out there. Also, they'll need a distraction for the, what, five, six werewolves that are out there? Let's hope they're quick and loud. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Spoon decides to be the one to... He's one of the army men, by the way. I don't know if we've mentioned him yet. He's a fucking gangster, this guy. Yes, he's the one who wanted to watch the football. He's a loud mouth. He doesn't mind being the distraction. He, He goes out through the top floor window. He makes all the noise he can. And Joe, who's another one of the army lads, he's the one who's going to run into the barn and hotwire the car. He manages to get in there. Spoon, you know, purpose over, fucking runs back up the rope. They've checked out of the window <laughs> to, to climb back up. <laughs> like he's, he's kind of, it's like a close call. You know, the werewolf is right behind him. They just managed to get him in. And then the werewolf is also climbing up the rope, even though <laughs> 20 minutes ago, one jumped from the ground into that very same window. And... <laughs> Instead of, like, just doing anything other than hold the rope, the werewolf continues to do that, and then one of them cuts the rope and it it falls. (laughs) Which, it was silly. Uh, It it felt like it was meant to be comical, but again, this wasn't labels as such, but so I'm going to take that as the film was being funny in some way. Because it didn't detract from it too much. This does have to go on. In reality, if these people were with six werewolves, if werewolves existed, they would all be dead because they wouldn't have bothered with the generator or waiting outside. But here we are. Suspend your disbelief. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's quite a cool bit where he's climbing up the rope and then when the werewolf also is climbing up the rope, the, the, t- <laughs> the rope is tied to the bed up in the, um, in the top room and it pulls oh, the whole yes. bed ac- right across the room floor and it like pins them between the wall and the and the bed, which I thought was quite cool. I like that bit. And I like to imagine that the guy who plays Sarge was still drunk then because he yeah. proper yeah. overreacts. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? You fucking what? Yeah. He's a proper, like, London boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. Well, while all this is happening, Joe has made it to the barn. He's got in the car. Uh, he can see a werewolf in there, but he's still trying to hotwire it. The lights come on. It highlights the werewolf in front of him. The werewolf is eating 
Someone's head. Terry. Terry was his name. Yeah, yeah. You called him Harry earlier, I think. Did I? I think so. Or Barry. His name's Terry. <laughs> Terry, close enough. <laughs> Survive longer, I'll remember your name. It's got to be such a melt yeah. and die. <laughs> and he's still alive at this point as like the werewolf is chewing on him and he turns to Joe and like begs to help him with his eyes. But then the werewolf rips his head off, throws it at the windscreen of the car. <laughs> Very cool. The windscreen wipers come on. It's fucking shoveling the head about. Um, Joe is like, fuck this. And he drives out past the werewolf and like parks up in front of the house. But it's not over for poor Joe. Mm. He feels breath coming from behind him. There was just there was just a werewolf sitting in the backseat of the car. <laughs> I imagine he was just sat there all night. Who knows? Just Asleep. waiting to be taken somewhere. Ch- chasing cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the time everybody makes it out to get in the car and run Joe's dead and what happens to this car because this also becomes inoperable now doesn't it it got damaged they said they damaged the fuel lines oh, and yes, something didn't. else wasn't working so that's basically the one car that they had blown up this car now isn't working well enough to get them away any great distance so they're kind of fucked <laughs> right okay Fair dues to Joe, though. He didn't just go out being killed. He did get into the backseat. Yeah, he he got his bayonet out and he was like, let's have it. Yeah, yeah. That shot, though, where he's he's still facing forward with his hands on the wheel and it's kind of coming in through the driver's window and you just see all this breath, like, coming in from behind his head. Yeah. That that was quite cool. But (laughs) the line is so fucking cheesy. It's like, you're behind me, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh god, that could have been so much cooler. Still good. Still, yeah. he got in the back. There's a, there's another one coming up. There's a few scenes where like people just try to take on a werewolf. Yeah, I, if it were me, I would literally lift my chin as high as I could get it, and I would be like, do your fucking worst. I'm not gonna fight you. Just rip my throat out. I know yeah, you want I would to. I anyway. shot myself yeah. on the way to the house. <laughs> have you seen that? There's fucking werewolves in these woods. <laughs> There are howling beasts chasing us. <laughs> Humanoid howling beasts. Oh, the werewolves disperse after this. Now, we need a bit of a breather. If they keep attacking, the film's going to end too early and everybody needs to regroup. So they sort of run off. This is where Coop checks the car. It's all fucked. Joe's body is gone. But now Sarge is up and about. He's looking a bit better. So clearly that ad hoc operation has has started to work. They they go back in now because they want to know what's going on. So Ryan is the only one who's likely to know. They start questioning him again. And he reveals that his team was sent here to capture the werewolves. One werewolf because they only thought there was one for research purposes they wanted it to have combat applications and we learn also that their army troop that was here just for a bit of training on exercise the the bait (laughs) for the werewolves which is sick to be fair sick like plot setup yeah yeah and it was because of coop that they were put in that situation because he refused to shoot the dog and it was like you're expendable and whatever, and he was, but he also. I think he also said predictable. Yeah. Like, which is well, yeah. I think in that situation, ninety-nine percent of people would not shoot the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if I had to to take a survey on the street outside my house, <laughs> <laughs> if there was a pointless yeah. question. If someone if someone was gonna give you a job to shoot a dog in the head, would you take it? <laughs> <laughs> But he's, uh, he's oh. talking to Captain Ryan there and he's like trying to talk about other stuff and whatever. And then he's talking about his selections, all this other stuff. And Coop's like, you can take your selection, shove it up your ass and stop trying to change the fucking subject, which yeah. is quite cool. The way he like flips on a on a dime there and it's like really changes the atmosphere in the room quite quickly. It's good. Yeah, it's not the first time he's, he's taken charge like that as yeah. well. Coop realises now, literally as he's sort of becoming the, the leader that the people who own this house must be the werewolves because there's no sign of them. <laughs> and like Megan said, the only other house around is her house, apparently. But the way he gets to this is like, werewolves spend most of their time as humans, don't they? And humans live here. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier on, she was like, they've lived in this glen for centuries. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're supernatural beings. Come on. <laughs> 
I know you're just a, a mindless grunt for the British Army, but there's something a bit more going on for you, Coop. <laughs> You'll realise that later, yeah. don't worry. Yeah. She also chooses now to reveal that these werewolves, they're following a basic pack structure. There's an alpha, uh, they're, they're hunting as a pack. They're likely hidden somewhere safe, warm and near the, their food source, which is, of course, these army boys. So they're in, they must be in the barn, because that's the only sort of unit near them that they could all be huddled in and to be fair we've just seen some in the bomb when they fucked up joe so Mm. but also this is where we're supposed to be like suspicious of her because she knows a bit more than she should but from their point of view surely they should be annoyed like you could have given this information to us before it got dark before we came to the house any time before all our friends just died (laughs) yeah I, i if i was in their position i would be angry but i think without getting into it later, she's starting to see the tables turn and that maybe this is her just trying to sort of get it over and done with. Yes, yeah, which that, I think it very is, much is that. Might, might be what it is. So, But before this as well, Captain Ryan's turned into a werewolf, hasn't he? Oh, yes. I'm so sorry, I skipped over that. Uh, that's <laughs> literally just before we've seen yeah. and it's a really good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so there's a, they're not getting the answers they want from Captain Ryan. So there's like a bit of a small tuffle. They rough tassel they ruffle him up a little bit rough him up a little bit <laughs> ruffle rough him rough. up a little bit like a shakespearean <laughs> collar <laughs> <laughs> and then he sort of drops to the floor and one of them's like i didn't hit him that hard but he's transforming he ducks down he comes back up he's a fully blown fucking werewolf there's an even bigger tussle than before my god this word (laughs) he's a captain werewolf now and like they all shoot at him someone stabs him with a sword yeah i don't know where the sword came from but it's in him now is when after the first firefight they're looking around for things to fight the werewolf anything and I'm, i'm guessing that's like because they've been in the Glen for centuries, it's like a family sword that's been in the family for a long time or yeah. whatever. But yeah, he stabs him right through the fucking chest with this sword and they burn it with like a log out of the fire and they fucking light him up with loads of machine gun fire and stuff as well. And then he just fucking dashes out the window. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So clearly it does all hurt because he gets yeah. pretty overrun by these just normal humans. P- professional soldiers. Just normal but men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, yeah. Innocent, normal men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's a werewolf. He's out of the equation now. For now. It's quite a heartwarming scene as well with the Sarge where he's like, I'm feeling much better, but that's kind of the, that's the fucking problem, isn't it? I shouldn't be. And he lifts up his stomach where he was disemboweled and now it's just like a gnarly scar across it. And he's saying, look, don't worry about it. This is what happens in war. When I signed my name away on that dotted line, I knew exactly what's going to happen. I'm a professional soldier. This is what I do. It's quite a powerful scene in itself. Yeah, he's trying to convince Coop to let him go. But Coop doesn't want to because he's like a mentor and a role model. And that line is so cool. I, I signed my name on that dotted line and I fucking meant it. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Coop agrees and he's like, fine, you can go blow up the barn. But then the next scene is kind of contradictory because no one has to sacrifice themselves. No. <laughs> Coop runs in the gas tank and then they set fire to something on the floor leads to the barn. Yeah. Barn explodes. The very empty barn explodes. Because yeah. <laughs> it's... It's not really that dark, if I'm honest. <laughs> that moon is almost like daylight with a filter on it. Generator doesn't need to be off. Same thing. <laughs> Moonlight's almost like set lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, they managed to blow up the barn. Again, looks pretty empty. But Megan reveals here now. And, and, but it's weird. It all becomes calm, and you're not sure whether they're all gone. But it's just now Coop and Megan downstairs somewhere in the house mm. and she reveals no coop realizes that megan lives in this house yeah. through like a really weird string of evidence he's like you're the one who is taking the picture that's why you're not in the family picture big leap, uh, big leap. Yeah. yeah what she takes a picture for every family photo yeah the family must hate her yeah yeah <laughs> no no you're not taking a fucking photo we don't want you in this one what what i think happened with her and I'm connecting dots that aren't explained here, that maybe when she was seconded with the Special Forces guys before, she got turned then, and now she's been taken in by this family because she was a graduate student, and that maybe... Oh, maybe. That's what I was thinking, but it isn't, it's not really alluded to. I got the impression that she was one of the family 
and she was just sort of sick of this werewolf life. Yeah. And didn't want to be part of it anymore. That's why she'd gone out while she was still human to find these guys and hopefully get away from the yeah. werewolf. Well, they're in bumfuck nowhere, Scotland, but she has an yeah. English accent. So I don't think that she is from... That is something I questioned, and I thought, ah, it's just the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Your point of view there makes... Her plan now makes a lot more sense. So yes, it's a real that she is a werewolf, and she'd been trying to get like help them get out this entire time because it presented an opportunity for her to get out as well. Mm. But as Johnny said earlier on, as things started to turn and it didn't look like they were going to get out, there's like a moment you can see internally where she flips back to the other side yeah. and stops being helpful. And that's when she tells him to blow up the barn because she reveals now the werewolves are already in the house. They've always already been in the house. She just like Open unlocks the, the door. door and they're there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she starts to oh. transform herself. <laughs> And Sarge just comes in and <laughs> pops her in the head. Yeah. <laughs> What's the line? The line is, you might think they're all bitches in reference to women. You might think they're all bitches, but I'm the real thing. Real it's just that time of the month. <laughs> Cringy as fuck, horrible, yeah. Horrible, horrible line. But there's, as she's there and as she says that she's let them in, this werewolf like comes up from behind her in the shadows of this hallway and like is silhouetting her which is quite a cool shot yeah and it's then, very cool yeah it's, it's quite... shot in the head i think bullets do work if you're still in your human form yeah it's only once you transform that you become uh, properly mildly irritated yeah. by bullets <laughs> it's like a fly in your face <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she gets fucking popped in the head and she's fucking gone. Sarge manages to get Coop out of the room. Like, they meet up with Spoon, who's mm. still alive. But he sort of gets trapped behind as they run up the stairs. Yeah. And they all get a bit separated now. They all lock themselves in a different room. And it's just werewolves lightly tapping on the door for yeah. a little bit. Until... <laughs> so first of all, the, the first one gets into sp- the kitchen with Spoon. And fucking fair dues the bloke. <laughs> Full on boxes a werewolf. And... <laughs> Is winning yeah, he's winning for the really majority good. of it. It's only until the other one comes in. <laughs> yeah, a second one shows up and he's like, oh, fair enough. No, he's, he has a great line. Uh, he yeah. says, I hope I give you the shits, you fucking wimp. <laughs> that is how you yeah. die. <laughs> and then spits his gum in its face. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's proper like ducking and weaving. This werewolf's like yeah. swinging for him. And then he like gets it on the table. He stabs it like 50 fucking times. Very and then cool. he just gets back up. Of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in real life. Don't do that, kids. No. <laughs> but yeah, and the, yeah, picks him up. And yeah, that line is fucking awesome. Just spits his gum in its face. <laughs> I hope I give you the shits, you fucking wimp. So cool. He's this proper Jardy. <laughs> oh, bug you. I'm not going to do the accent. It automatically turns into Welsh or Indian. So. <laughs> I'm Welsh, yeah. apart from the half that's Maltese. Yeah. And anytime I do a Welsh accent, it turns Indian, so it's not just you. <laughs> Coop and Sarge, they're, like, they're in like adjoining bathrooms or something, because yeah. one of them manages to burrow through the wall into the other one, and then they burrow out through the back into one of the bedrooms and hide in the wardrobe. Yeah. And there is quite a comical pan down of the camera where there's just like a pile of bones. (laughs) And it's like someone had this idea before. And immediately they start shooting at the ground and they fall through into the kitchen again. That's right. This must have been partly comedy because all that is inherently funny. It's still cool. Don't get me wrong. I reckon that must be a nod to something else as well, you know, because the whole thing where they're tunneling through the walls. uh, Earlier on, they say it's like Rourke's Drift in Zulu. Well, it's a real battle, but like the film where 100 British soldiers fight off 10,000 Zulu warriors. And in the film, they um, also do that thing where they're they're digging through the walls into the next thing to like to get through. But in the, yeah, they, they, it's like, uh, open your mouth, close, cover your ears and mind your toes. And he just and shoots through toes. the fucking, <laughs> shoots through the floor and they fall through. <laughs> oh yeah, this is like final stand stuff now. So Sarge gives Coop his gun. They find a hatch in the floor. He's like, get down there. I am holding them off. He can feel himself changing. He's like got the jitters and stuff. Coop doesn't want to at first, but eventually he agrees. And Sarge, he cuts the... The the gas line. Yeah, the gas line beneath the oven. And the room obviously starts filling with gas. And he waits for the werewolves to come in. And then as they do, he hits the ignition and the fucking whole house explodes. Mm. The one thing I find funny about this is that werewolves... They've lived here for centuries, just had a man come round and put in <laughs> gas for them. 
Well, as we heard, they are human most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. But in this bit, aside from the fact that Cooper is absolutely fucking dead now, because they show the shot which is real, they actually blew up an actual house doing this. Did they? Yeah, because the whole thing, they were saying that, that there's very little CGI used in this film because everyone involved in filming, this is when CGI was becoming massively used in cinema and they thought it was shit so all of the effects in this are either practical or animatronic so they all of the flame stuff all of the explosions they actually blew up that barn and the cars and then this house at the end which they have this fucking it looks really impressive but yeah they actually blew the whole fucking thing up i must admit i thought it was a model when they did it Mm. but it's probably because i wouldn't have expected them to blow up an actual house but it looked very impressive it looked cool also yeah yeah um coop should be dead because he was maybe a foot below where just floorboards this house from it's it's not like a bunker it's just you can see light through the floor (laughs) (laughs) it's just a gas tank that's just ignited above his head But he's okay, and so are most of the floorboards, because there are still bodies hanging from Light them. charring. <laughs> but fire goes up, doesn't it? Yeah, of Heat course. rises, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> science. <laughs> For a moment, you think Coop's safe, and then we've forgotten about Captain Werewolf, Ryan. Yeah. He's still about, he's still got the sword impaled through him. There is a very cool scene where the werewolf is trying to pull Coop's head onto the sword through his stomach oh it's horrible it's oh it's worse than that yes the sword is in his mouth so you can like see it scraping and hear it scraping it's like on between his teeth. his teeth it's gross yeah yeah awesome stuff the dog from earlier shows up attacks the werewolf discombobulates it for a moment coop is scrabbling about on the floor and he finds the thing from the beginning of the movie the letter opener in all the the campus stuff mm. he realizes it's silver he realizes this is a werewolf he stabs the werewolf it like sizzles a bit to like show you that something is happening yeah. it's affecting it but it, what it seems to do is like take off the werewolf shield yeah. because then <laughs> coop just shoots the werewolf in the head and this time the gun works yeah no complaints very cool still but whatever happens, it's like a lot of yeah. build-up for this object that's supposed to like kill werewolves and then in the end it is just a gun yeah <laughs> yeah I, th- I thought that was a weird i expected it to like shrivel up and die or like yeah or for that to be the one thing that really fucking just instantly poisons it and it like yeah like fizzes and explodes or something like that but yeah like you said it just kind of takes its shield off yeah no, it's still very cool you get to see the werewolves head blow up and that is sick in itself. Yeah. Yeah, the house blows up. Coop gets out. He sort of stares around into the emptiness. Morning <laughs> is happening now. And the movie just goes straight to, to credits. <laughs> and now it's, it's it's Coop. Granted, he's alive. He's survived this onslaught. Yeah. He's covered in his own blood at this point because he's been fucked up pretty bad by all the werewolves and then the house exploding, I would imagine, probably wasn't yeah, good. I imagine he can't hear. Yeah, he's yes. got pretty bad tinnitus for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. But as they said numerous times before, he's at least 50 miles away from anywhere. So he now has yeah. to not die from exposure and his wounds. <laughs> And he's got to explain to everyone yeah, yeah. why everyone else is dead. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't touch on it. But the whole time uh, they're using a camera flash against the werewolves, which oh, seems to like blind yes. them. And I don't know if you watched the credits or you just turned it off straight away. But in the credits, there's all the pictures from that camera. I wondered what they were. I yeah, didn't think yeah. of that. I thought it was like alluding to a sequel because I didn't know this didn't have sequels. I thought this would be one like Lake Placid that had. Two to eight fucking awful sequels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that that makes a lot more sense. Very yeah. cool. Well, that's the movie. That Let's get to movie. the question. Well, do you first, buddy? Johnny, so you think that was good, do you? Yes. <laughs> yes, I fucking do. I thought, I mean, I haven't watched it for a long time. I watched it for the first time when I was like 14, 15, something like that. My brother-in-law let me watch it at my sister's house and I loved it probably as much now as I did then. It's it's kind of campy and stupid, but well, it's easy to make films like this campy and stupid, but they kind of really made a, a good momentum of like dread and like hopelessness throughout the whole film that was kind of interjected by like these funny like 
bits that didn't overpower it, I thought. The story, it was a bit silly. (laughs) It was kind of obvious and they kind of pushed back the boundaries of reasonable thinking a bit too far, if you know what I mean. If They could have come to the outcome a bit quicker. The acting full stop was pretty good. She wasn't great. The other, a couple of the soldier lads weren't like amazing, but the 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 core three guys in it were were brilliant. I thought we didn't really touch on the props, but I did. You do like a freeze frame on the actual werewolves and see what they look like in in shot. I got a good idea of them, like because they're in it quite a lot. Yeah, it was like a. I think it must have been like an animatronic head on. They used dancers for it because they wanted to have them this sort of like disjointed like movement to them. But then they also had stilts and like this leathery sort of bodysuit thing on. I thought they looked quite cool. But because it was all practical and prosthetics and stuff like that, I thought I, I, I thought it looked not horrible for a film with a very small budget. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't, not a lot of people know about this film. Yeah, again, never heard it's, about uh, it, really. Yeah, it's, it's solidly in, in my top... Top 15, I reckon. I love this film. Evan. All right, here I go. <laughs> I think, having just talked about it a lot, I feel a lot more positively about it than I did. I think it's because I missed so many of those intricate details which explains the plot for me, because naturally that happens when you're fucking taking it down for some reason. On the whole, really enjoyed it. But the things that held it back for me are, one, I am quite scared of werewolves they're one of the things that terrifies me the most it's i was the last thing i would want to be in a horror situation with and i think what degraded from this was there were too many well i only needed one that's what would have been scary and it's hunting them it's stalking them i think it being this barrage of all them attacking all the time took away from the movie rather than making it suspenseful and scary it was more just like I need a second to breathe, but every second there's a, a wearable farm, like a flash of its face. That's what I liked about it, though. Interestingly, that's that's the aspect that I like is because it's it's not the usual thing that you get with werewolves, where they're sneaking up on you. It's like they're nowhere safe, as opposed to you're trying to avoid it. I don't know. It feels like they spent the budget to me on like multiple versions of this costume, but when they could have really honed in on one yeah. and made it just that bit more believable i don't think they're being because there's quite a lot of them there's like six yeah yeah maybe there's not that many suits because they're not all in the same shot i don't know the being so many for me took away a little bit but then there's a lot of characters as well so maybe it was to rationalize why they couldn't gang up on the werewolf Mm. Uh, because i did enjoy where they all like beat on ryan but it was just one (laughs) werewolf in the room so that was good i initially didn't like what Megan's story was with you explaining that she was probably a student who got turned and then had to stick around because she was a werewolf. Yeah. Acting, yeah, great. Two great British actors in this who, who aren't in enough stuff. Yeah. Uh, Coop, I've not really seen in other stuff, so I can't attest to what he's been in, but I enjoyed him in this. Yeah, he's been in some some things. He's been in quite a few big like US dramas and stuff now, I think. But, okay. But he's the, all, a few of them have been in fairly big stuff now. But as, again, this was in 2002, so they're all like sure. in yeah, their yeah, mid-40s, 50s now, I think. I guess the only other thing was that that silver letter opener to place it right at the beginning of the movie and then it just be forgotten about mm. until the end and it sort of end up where he needed it to be. It's a bit easy. Uh, and then it, it? it not do the job fully. Yeah. yeah. But it was a cool movie in between then and there. And you're absolutely right in your message. The dialogue in this, apart from a few lines here and there, but yeah. not everything can be perfect 100%. The script was excellent. Yeah. Just fucking beautiful. Loved it. It's very sort of British horror. Yeah. If that's it, you, you wouldn't get anything like this written. Well, I can't think of anything like this. Maybe The Evil Dead, because I know that the the director was a big fan of that. It's got the same sort of stylistic choices. That's what Bruce could have been that's a it. reference that to. That was it. Bruce yeah. Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stylistic choices are quite similar to that in some ways. So it's. Trapped in the house slash cabin. It's the same yeah. sort of setup. Yeah. People turning inside. Yeah. yeah, so he wrote this as a response to Werewolf in Paris or something. Sure. Yeah. Which was, like, famous for being fucking awful. And he wanted to make something that was a bit more, I don't know, not shit, I guess, and a bit more fun. <laughs> it didn't feel shit. Like, I didn't watch this and think, why did Johnny recommend this? I can see why this is a cult classic. And I've seen worse movies that have achieved that status. 
Uh, I think it was just a personal thing for me. I'd like they've been one, maybe the twist there being two werewolves, but you still have the people that yeah, turn. yeah, yeah. Just I having get so that. many all the time, and, and maybe it's because they weren't utilized. Like the, it was alluded to, there were so many, but I never felt like they were completely surrounded the entire time. No, that yeah, um, that's true. Actually, I, I see what you mean. So maybe there. it was that. If there was yeah, like if they were actually fighting, if they thought they were only fighting one or two even. And then it turns out at the end they there was actually more, and they they weren't yeah. actually out of the woods yet. See, that, that's what I was alluding to actually at the beginning when Ryan was saying I thought there was only one. Yeah. Maybe that's what I picked up on, and I, I'd hoped it would be like this reveal of more. Yeah. But that's such a minor thing. So Johnny, to answer your question, I did bloody <laughs> like this. Do I? I fucking this knew was I would a good get movie. you. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this. Good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for coming round. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you all for listening. And thank you, Johnny, for joining me as usual. Leave us a five-star review on the platform you're listening on right now. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. And uh, phew, till next time, goodbye. Oh.